Uns, tuns, tuns. Sounds delicious. Sounds like beer. Beer? Pouring into my glass. Does it sound like anything? Doesn't it though? I didn't hear a damn thing. Okay. Did you look at that? Can you can you guys hear me? You guys can hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay, good. Alright, alright. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Pewter Pints. My name is Jason. This is David. We are Pewter. Uh, Dave and me combined have roughly around 20 years of construction experience, specifically in the home renovation field. So this is a podcast that we have created to give you, the listeners at home, a little bit of an education on the industry itself. And today we have a special guest. Uh, maybe you've seen their cool Instagram post. Maybe you haven't. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the lean, mean Italian cleaning machine, John Piero. Hello, hello, everyone. How are you? We need the hello. button so we can do the, the applause. Like I'll sway in the morning. I can do that. I can do it. I got it. Yeah. Just push button. All right. Well, thanks for coming, G. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. Yeah, that's that. All right. So we we know very much who you are, uh, you know, for various reasons. But why don't you tell the people at home exactly who you are and what you do and why you're here? Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm uh, full name John Piero Cugin. A lot of people call me GP. So that's sure. Irish for John Peter Cousins. Yeah, John Peter Cousins, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer Scottish. But anyways, uh, yeah, no, that's uh, GP for short form for a lot of people, and that's in the, in the name of the company as well, G Power Cleaning. Yeah, very, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, you offer cleaning services. Then. So yeah, originally, yeah, it's a cleaning service company. We do residential. We've uh, been pivoting a little bit just with what's going on right now. So uh, we, we're also including a lot of uh, commercial businesses as well. Well, commercial just seems like a natural. Yeah. Natural progression right now, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, I mean, in the, in the, in what it is right now, because of people, especially in the service industry, and uh, uh, trying to keep their place, uh, obviously disinfected, and, and getting ready for the the next phase coming up for the openings and everything. Like yeah, that. I mean, I'm sure this is very important for 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 you. I mean, for every business, you know, yeah. cl- cleanliness is definitely going to be huge, and desanitization is going to be yeah, huge. So yeah, it's uh, it's or basically sanitization. The- not desanitization. Yeah. yeah, not desanitizing. Well, you want to yeah, be sanitizing, reverse. then disinfecting. That's the one. That's the one. That's clean, the one. sanitize, disinfect. I see. We have a real cleaner here. <laughs> Mind blasting. <laughs> Mind blasting. <laughs> All right. It's Friday, everyone. Yeah, we it got is. a beer, so why don't we do... too technical already. Uh, so Woo. today's beer is Nickelbrook Headstock. I've actually IPA. never... I've never heard of this one before. Me neither. This is the same ones who did the same brewery that did the Naughty Neighbor for all you people, for all you listeners who um, it's, heard the last one. It's good. Eh? I'm starting to notice all IPAs are made with two row, two row malts. Like yeah, but all, yeah, every, every single yeah, one of them seems to. Everyone has a maltiness to it, right? This one's more golden than uh, other. Most IPAs are more ready. Yeah, it's it's well, yeah. This is a strong gold. I don't. I don't want to. This one's seven percent, isn't it? Seven percent, eighty IBU. Uh, it's clean, like easy drinking. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying this I like one it. again. I like all these beers. I've yet to shoot one down. <laughs> yeah, we have. I think if I were to shoot any of them down, going back, I, it'd probably be the Peroni because it was skunky. But everything, but I still enjoy Peroni. I just like beer, I guess. But, yeah, you uh, literally just bought a twelve pack of Peroni for your house. So. I did. 
that happened even though it's the worst beer we've reviewed so far but <laughs> this one <laughs> this one's fantastic um you know tasting notes I went to I went to Italy and had Peroni there, and it actually did taste a little bit better. I think when you got the imported beers, well, they make loses, them here. They, they always make them here. Yeah, not always. Grolsch doesn't. Heineken no. That's why when you open up a Heineken here, it tastes like garbage. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Well, this one we don't have to worry. I honestly think I mean, especially like uh, there's a, there's a don't fact me on it, but it's called bottle shock. It's kind of uh, when the, when it reaches a certain. Uh, pressurized height in an airplane for example yeah it'll, it'll change actually the the component and change everything inside well i hear that's why it's been with wine wine has gone through that before really eh? yeah so you got send it over on a ship usually send it over on a ship yes yeah, so you yeah. don't get any bottle shock of it coming that's crazy for an elevation can you try Sorry, yeah i gotta go a little closer there we go just, or bring yeah. the the mic closer. Yeah. closer to me there we go whatever works more naturally yeah yeah so i want to go on and talk about gp a little bit more because yeah. i think this is funny you know wait we you, didn't finish the beer review the beer right tasting notes <laughs> tasting notes <laughs> go but garrett wasn't here to give us a sheet on how to do tasting <laughs> notes on this one all right so. everybody ready we are so cutting it out, that out. That sounds disgusting. That's how you do a tasting, technically. <laughs> That's how you taste. Did you have to wine. do it in the mic, though? Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Absolutely. <laughs> Jeez. Um, He's only no. Never mind. He's my full brother. That's never mind. <laughs> um, That's probably the easiest drinking, high alcohol content. IPA I have ever well, tasted. And this like, is the strongest beer we've had on here so far. So oh. this is going to be an interesting podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And we have the bear with us. <laughs> the bear. The bear. Um, <laughs> so you're talking about John Piero? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who else is sitting here? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. But you're not far off. Um, no, honestly, I... I've never heard of this beer before. As far as tasting notes go, very, very pale. Like it's 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 got a lot of flavor to it, but it's smooth, very low citrus uh yeah, tasting not, to not it. Not overly it's, bitter, not, not at all. And the the crazy thing is is it's eighty IBU. Yeah. It's the highest IBU rating that we've had not on here easy. since. And um yeah, it's not that bitter. It's smooth. It's it's, it's good. great finish, clean finish. It's you know, almost sessionable. Yeah, I think it's it, just I don't know. I like it a lot actually. This could be um this just something I'd be I should be throwing in the fridge at home. Yeah, absolutely. Uh little little shocked. Nice job, Nickelbrook. Yeah, good job, Killed guys. Uh hops. Simcoe Amarillo Mosaic. That's three types of hops. Yeah, California ale yeast. It's cool how they these guys actually put it on the on the can. Yeah, I think all the a lot of the local guys are really doing that. All the craft brewers. Oh, well, I just realized like to give you more information yeah, on what they're yeah, actually yeah. doing. I just realized the can is actually the the head of a guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. There's no strings on the guitar though. Okay. <laughs> That's my beer review. Let's go home, guys. Yeah. That's 7% talking right there. Uh, okay. So, um, to go back to what I was trying to say, um, 
you know, with you talking about the bottle shock, you know a lot of like weird things about food and beverages and yeah, stuff. And yeah. that's actually because you come from the food and beverage industry. I do, yeah. I come from a hospitality, food, beverage background, house, uh, housekeeping background, stuff like that. So yeah. I like to know, like, how did you, how did G Power, how did you start G Power? Why did you start G Power? What happened? It was like a weird crossover. Um, so deciding what to do from one industry to the other. I didn't, you know, I, I spent my whole life in restaurants pretty much in hotels. And um, just didn't want to do it anymore. I have a family, and so I kind of just want to be up to date and be a father and be present kind of idea. So I I, I knew I wanted to do something, but on my own. Uh, G-Power came uh, kind of when I was deciding to do, uh, I was doing powerlifting at the time. And I wanted to start uh, a sports conditioning company of sorts. So G-Power was the name of it. And that quickly transitioned into uh, an old customer Weird story, long story. Uh, I did cleaning before. I was in between jobs, so I kind of just took it on to, with some private clients just to kind of continue working, sort of speak, yeah, yeah. right, while, uh, while I tried to find another job. And uh, a client called me and says, are you still doing it? And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? And so it, <laughs> that kind of uh, uh, rifled everything forward, and I, I kind of built it from the ground up. Yeah, I, that's why I want to ask because it's, you know, a lot of these things we always talk about how things kind of, you fall into things or mm-hmm. yeah. natural progression just yeah. takes over. And it's funny, it's not something you kind of sought out, it's something you fell into. Yeah, it kind of fell into my lap. And then I took interest in it as well. Um, I don't know why. I just took interest in it. I, I, I take interest in, in, in little, uh, little tidbits of facts and stuff like that. So, I, you know, t- to find out about different solutions and and different uh materials that are used and uh it was like just information that i'm kind of used to ingesting every day so well, it kind of, it kind of a it's something brand new but yeah you know b i think it's it's also you know we're brother-in-laws mm. uh yeah, sorry to mention kind of neglected that part yeah. we are brother-in-laws <laughs> um so you know we're having conversations and jay and i are obviously entrepreneurial and uh, I've noticed a big change in you. Yeah, yeah. Since you've gone down your own entrepreneurial path, right? Yeah. It's it's really very different. Um, you know, it's it's so different working for somebody versus yeah. working for oh, yourself. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. And I mean, with us, we we try to make it so it's not like our guys are working for us. Like it's all about being a part of a team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, and absolutely. So I, I like to think that we're all working together uh, with our guys. It's not, you know, employee, employer kind of thing. Because at the end of the day, uh, we're nowhere without them, right? Without yeah. our guys. Not but sure. it is definitely a different perspective. And, and I think uh, from my perspective, I think it's been uh, a blessing to see you go down this path. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I don't know. It's it's fun to watch, honestly, and it's nice because we get we have, you know, kind of eye to eye conversations. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Now, especially now that I kind of deal more on the building side as well. I mean, look, like looking over projects that are new builds and stuff like that. Yeah, doing the construction and learning how to clean them as well. So you guys definitely introduced me into, uh, into that path uh, to look at it. So, uh, John Piero, like G Power, they cleaned all of our Property Brothers episodes. And you guys, I actually ended up introducing you guys to uh, the series producer yeah, yeah, who right. kind of proliferated you through, you know, kind of used you at her will. If, if, if 
they needed any cleaning services like you guys were on it and right i, I can't say how many times uh you saved our asses because well. we would be like you know we'd have a timeline get blown to smithereens and uh you know we'd be finishing a job with you know design showing up the next day right right and, and we'd be done at like 6 6 p.m or something like that and you guys are showing up so uh thank you thank no you problem. for that that no was problem. uh <laughs> you know a lot big of help. A, a lot of this is uh, uh a new to me but not new to me i mean i i um working in restaurants before i've actually owned a restaurant for 10 years so talking about entrepreneurship i i developed it uh, by myself at a young age because my, I mean my nobody in my family owned restaurants or worked in a restaurant uh, to, to say the least so we I started something and I, I learned that I was good at something and uh, with the rules that I learned from it um, I took that business model and I just kind of put it into the business model I have today so mm -hmm. to say something like uh, thank you for you know we're, we're on it the next day restaurants were all about reliability you want a seat? Yeah, sure. Just come down. I'll get you a seat. The house is full. Yeah. There's no seating anywhere. Yeah. Just come down. I'll take care of you. Yeah, we'll figure it and, out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And, and that's, that's the biggest thing. Like, it's such, like, <laughs> I'm so happy you said that because yeah. that's one of the my biggest pet peeves, right? There's there's people who my just... My schedule's full. Yeah, no, there's people <laughs> who get it done. They make excuses yeah. why you can do something. Yeah. Not excuses why you can't do something. Yeah, there's and a plan for everything. Oh, right? my. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a, the biggest frustration. And, you know... Especially in TV, when you're trying to work around these, these are hard deadlines oh, for sure, right? Yeah, and yeah, if yeah. you don't hit them, yeah, there are serious yeah. consequences. Yeah, for sure. There's like 40 emails that go up. Yeah. We don't know what those consequences are. Because Never we seen it. Right? Because yeah. pros. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it has gotten down to the wire on the occasion, to say the least. But um, right. yeah, I don't know. It's just. It, definitely a nice uh it's always good to work with people who are like-minded and right. uh i know for us particularly if you don't have the drive if you don't match our drive it's it's the relationship does not last long yeah, yeah. it's hard it's hard to work together for sure now in in your industry if i can ask a question is it uh, is it normal for a contractor to help another contractor in a project uh just yeah i mean and do you see a lot of it I mean, there is obviously that competition. I feel like in our industry, it's more like, oh, I'm the best home renovator out there. And it's like, but we I, all do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I, and honestly, I, I've called on other contractors to help me out. Right. I mean, I remember one time one of our workers didn't show up. He's no longer with us, but he didn't show up. And I was like, I don't know how old I was, maybe like 23, 24. He's not dead, by the and, way. Sorry. And uh, yeah, yeah, it just <laughs> doesn't work. It doesn't work for for us anymore. But um, yeah, and I uh, I had to put up a a, a beam by myself, and I, so I called another contractor who was friends with my dad, and I said, if you can come help me put this beam up, that'd be great. And he's like, okay, well, you know, I, I can't give you a time as to when, but I'll be there. I was like, okay. So I started prepping the pocket for the beam and everything. And then I ended up just putting it up myself. And by the time I finished, the guy showed up and they're like, oh crap, you're done. And I'm like, yeah, sorry. I just, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't wait around. Right. But I didn't also didn't think I could do uh, you know, flush mounted beam four ply by wow. myself, but I, I made it work anyways. Um, but yeah, I mean, why you can, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like that's why you're supposed to, you know, why hence the saying, you know, 
keep your friends close and your enemies, enemies closer. closer yeah because i mean yes my enemies are technically my competition but if you don't you should be buddy buddies with your competition because you never know when you might Listen, need some help you know the general crossover rule that i and the crossover rules that i've been doing between restaurant into um, or hospitality into what i do now for example uh whenever we were packed at a restaurant um we would call the next restaurant and go hey do you have any seating yeah okay i'm sending you two guys Hmm. And they would do the same, vice versa. When they were busy on a night, I'd send you two guys. Yeah. Right? I recommended you. And so I, I've been doing that. I found that in in, in cleaning, this competition's killer. Everybody's after each other. Everybody's oh, oh that person sucks. So I'll give you lower. There's people that are basically work for free. It's crazy just to yeah. undercut you, right? Yeah. And it's, it's so you have to make your 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 self worth out there. But uh, and that's a podcast. I think we should do all yeah, entirely. All it's entirely. just price because. God knows you could talk about that. Oh, you can for talk hours. about for hours. Yeah, <laughs> being undercut and yeah, yeah, being but, laughed at for wanting to charge a three-hour minimum. Like, okay, you know. But uh, reluctantly enough, so I I knew uh, a cleaner already, so to speak, when I started this industry, and she was, uh, um, you know, she built her little business by herself, and uh, she made herself busy for two weeks. Basically, had about twenty accounts, and. Uh, um, I joined along with her. I told her, listen, I mean, if you need me as, as a help, I, even though I own a different company, I'm going to come help you. Mm-hmm. So it became from her. And then it was about four other cleaners that I brought on board with me to say, to say let's share work. As a group, we're going to get bigger mm-hmm. and get stronger. We're going to amalgamate in the future. Some of them didn't believe in it, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm currently still working on that. And so... There's a staffing company that I'm working with right now uh, with this new fogging system that's that's uh, that's kind of making its fame again. Um, that to say, let's work like a group, yeah, and let's make this thing huge, yeah. And so we're all make money. Well, yeah. It's genius <laughs> you know because mean? you know if I'm having a really good day, hey, talking to the microphone, sure. sorry, yeah. If I'm having, <laughs> not you, him. If I'm having. <laughs> If I'm having a really good week and you're having a really bad week, yeah, yeah, just balance it out, right? It's, it's, it's it almost yeah. you know you, you can level each other out, yeah. and that's the yeah. biggest thing, right? You might have a, a crazy spike and you can't manage. That's the same thing with our business. It's up and down, up, and, up and down, down up yeah. and down, right? You have busier times and slower times, right, and right, right. If you're busy, if you can hand it off and then have that reciprocated. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing, yeah. right? There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Join companies, make one big company. Nah, yeah. so that's a lot of you know. Believe it, that's what a lot of construction companies will do too, right? Or like, well, bo- look at, well, look at the, the hospital. Right, it was a joint venture in Oakville. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mattamy sure. is thousands of companies. I don't know if anybody realizes yeah, that. No, yeah, but it's huge. not one company. It's not one company yeah, how's one company going to build three thousand units a year? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like every every, <laughs> every subdivision <laughs> is a new group of companies, yeah, guys yeah. coming together. It's just under the Mattamy brand. Yeah, um, but yeah, so that, that's definitely collaboration is something yeah. that we're I not afraid of. That yeah, no, exactly. I yeah. think the guys who want to think big, that's the way they do mm-hmm. it. And the guys who just want to think for themselves, they go the other way. Yeah. 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 Are definitely. you okay? Yeah, just, you know, back. I'll step on your Whatever. Back. I'm not working out as much as I'm supposed to be. <laughs> We're not or, working, period. Yeah. Speaking of working, period. Um, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> and there's, there's a, a double segue there. Segue from here and a segue from there. Um we're back to work now our yeah. industry uh yeah, so yeah. tuesday the perfect. 19th or whatever perfect um, which waiting. is great so this will come out just prior to that just after after sorry um so 
we have to change our operations a ton um not a ton but you know we got to make sure like you know our staff aren't sharing tools anymore right um and let's be serious cleanliness and disinfecting our job sites is going to be something that we seriously need to consider and you know i can't see me and dave going around with an alcohol spray bottle spraying down <laughs> everything that people are going to touch the next day yeah but you already touched on something that you got going on for that yeah. kind of purpose yeah so- yeah so we we uh, we uh we we came across this idea just because it's not it wasn't popularized by us obviously it's uh fogging and fogging has been around forever and fogging generally is used for molding in buildings mm-hmm. so they'll use foggers to, to get rid of the mold or the stench that that mildew stench yeah, don't they use the to put the dry ice in it and then it kills the mold or whatever you can i think typically in the past they've used dry ice now they have just a solution that you add in uh it is a salt water solution that you're adding to it okay uh so i guess kind of like a dry ice yeah i guess it kind of, sorry it does work like dry ice duh okay. sorry I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a you, chemist so sorry well no dry ice you need salt so uh, anyways I, I don't want to go off topic but uh <laughs> um so what fogging is is basically uh steam water essentially just made of electrolytes and water um well the one that we use anyways because to be food grade and safe uh there are chemical ones that people use uh, and they go in full hazmat and they, and they do buildings fogging essentially um is to create like an, a, an atmosphere disinfectant. It's just like you're spraying out of an aerosol, but this one's actually being steamed out into the atmosphere. So uh, depending if you really have to get high up into like moldings or fixtures and things like that, you just kind of point it up and it cascades and falls onto everything and starts to but, disinfect it. Yes. So are you fogging the air in the room or are you fogging the individual surfaces? Well, I think, I think it's both really. So when you're just pointing in the direction where you want it to kind of land all the time. So if I'm fogging into the corners of the room and I want to make sure it kind of hits the top of the TV over here and the top part of the cabinet, so I'm just kind of fogging off into the air. So it's, I'm trying to as cover as much area as possible uh, for it to land on surfaces that, that people touch. Uh, the thing with fogging, you still have to sanitize. So you still have to clean, and just, just mm-hmm. like disinfecting, right? When you disinfect an area, you just don't disinfect it. You got to wipe the area of dirt, you got to uh, clean the area. Then you got to sanitize the area with regular cleaners. Then you put a disinfectant. Then you let the disinfectant sit. Then you wipe. I know it's a big process, guys. That's why I'm in business. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's, what's it's the, a big yeah. business. What they, I forget what, so one of the dragons said the best way to come up with a business is find something that someone doesn't want to do yeah. and do it the best. <laughs> yeah, 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 do it. No one wants to clean. Nobody wants to clean. I know, uh, I know. It's Cinderella. <laughs> But definitely fogging is um, uh, as an idea right now. It's a lot of companies are doing it. A lot of companies are making. Uh, you can look online. They're making like home used foggers that you can buy, oh, yeah. uh, and that you can just you know fog into the atmosphere all the time. Technically, you got to do it all the time. Disinfection in general. If you were to disinfect your home in like that is like on on big surfaces that we touch all the time, like light switches and and different panels like that, um, handles door handles for sure um you'd want to be doing that three to four times a week okay and a lot of people are thinking what yeah yeah yeah. if you want to really be disinfecting a home that's kind of what you have to be doing i think this is really really good this is gonna be a really informative podcast for everyone at home because 
I mean, this is something, I mean, even though we're going to be allowed to have family over and work and this and that, we have to understand how these viruses sit on surfaces and how they get into our body. And right. that's right. really why we want you on here, because this is, if we're going to progress as a society, we need to know how we're going to be able to progress. Oh, absolutely. And cleaning is something that is super easy to get relaxed with. Yeah. And hard to stay anal with unless you are one of those types of people who's a germ freak or whatever, you know. But you you saw it today. Like we went out today to the to the beer store. Oh yeah. Like nobody was wearing a mask or gloves or anything. Right, I get right. out like at ninety five and like it it's you know, we're just starting to get relaxed and back to normal and like we have a new normal. And it's funny because I remember hearing Teresa Tam talk like, you know, when this was fresh and she was saying that we're entering a new normal and life will never go back to how it was. Right. And, you know, you're kind of sitting there like, no way it's not going to go back to normal. Right. Like it but absolutely I mean, has to be right. Yeah. It's set in. I've seen I saw an article today about a guy who was pretty much a naysayer, this is all blown up, this is government conspiracy, whatever. Him and his wife catch COVID, both hospitalized, doesn't know if she's going to ever come out of the coma that she's being put in. And he's like, yeah, and he's like, I guess I was wrong. Please, people, this isn't a joke. This isn't (laughs) some government conspiracy. Take it seriously. Uh, I'm hoping that everybody remains serious and committed to making sure that this stays at bay well until and for us until our our transfer rate because like, i don't know the, on the on the news they're saying that there's a transfer rate like the r or is it the r this the, yeah the, the multiple so every for every person that yeah, gets it how many people do they yeah. infect and so i think right be, now it's up to one extra person yeah right? so right now we're at a 0.8 which is below one which is what you want to be yeah. until yeah. we're at like zero that means yeah. it's gone, but it's not yeah. going to go to that. Yeah, that's well, the, I mean, that's just the thing. Like it's not going to disappear, right? It'll fluctuate. It'll continue to go up and down. And we need to make sure that we're doing as much as we possibly can if we're going to operate responsibly. We need to make sure that we are trying to stomp this out any way, shape, or form. Right. If I go out to Home Depot and some guy walks by me, coughs in the air and i don't know he you know he walks out of the aisle i walk into it and i i suck it up i could have it and the whole point is when i go to work i need to make sure i'm not spreading myself to other people right and that needs to be the mentality you have yeah. to act like yeah, you guys, have I mean, it in all honesty if, if anything this is a wake-up call it's a wake-up call because not only just because of covid19 we're looking at colds flus any other type of uh, influences you can still pick up uh uh, if you're eating your salad raw, uh, sorry, what are you getting? You're getting uh, E. coli, you salmonella. Get, yeah, salmonella. You got to worry about all this stuff that's in our lives every day. It's not like it's going away. These are in li- our lives every day. They come yearly. Uh, you, you have to protect yourselves against them either way. And this is a wake-up call to say, hey, stay clean. Wash your damn hands when you leave a wash. Give me people I've seen in a washroom not wash their hands fully and just get out. Or, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. Repulsive. Yeah, it's repulsive. Yeah, it's, it's incredible, dude. It's incredible. And it's yeah. like, so, I mean, for airplanes, air, airplanes to get back into business, it's, uh, I think it's going to be crazy. It's going to yeah. be crazy. Everything is just, it, yeah. So, this is a wake-up call. I, I think it's better for us. I think environmentally it's better for us. I think it's a wake-up call from Mother Nature to say, hey, 
let's not like spray all this this crap into the air and 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 um let's stay clean between our, <laughs> between ourselves as well yeah, absolutely I mean. yeah i mean the airplanes that's definitely one because they don't like they don't clean airplanes like we think they clean airplanes. Oh my god! Yeah, right? <laughs> you don't want to know. So, guys, I worked at the airport for a little while. So, anyways, the the uh, the, uh, the cleaning methods after a plane arrived, it, it, it's like sweep up. They were hardly touched. Yeah, anything was. They didn't wipe shit. Sorry, sorry to use the word that word, but they didn't wipe anything. So. Uh, yeah, no, there's strict protocol, I think, going into that right now. As well, far as did you see that one machine that the kids from MIT made? And it's like this thing that just goes down the aisle of the airplane. And I oh guess it, it fogs it. It fogs yeah, it. Yeah. And it's like, you know. Okay. Can we, I don't know. Can we talk about, so you mentioned there was multiple steps. It's not just disinfect. Right. 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 Can Sorry. we go through the importance of the different steps? Yeah, no, of like course. why you can't just walk around and fog everything and expect that th- <laughs> that's going to be fog okay. your body when you come inside. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's I mean we go by things like levels of soil, and so we have a grade uh, in our in our training uh, between one to five, uh, five being the best level to have, and one being the worst level to have of soil. And so we judge things based on that. And so when when you walk into let's say like over here, we have to disinfect the countertop. Uh, a will look on it and see that, uh, okay, is there any anything that's abrasive on the countertop? Is there anything that has to be scraped off that's hard? So you kind of want to deal with the biggest problems first and work with the least problems last. So um, natural. Natural. Project right? management. Project yeah. management. So you can kind of think fast on it, right? Um, and so you, you want to soil up the spots with a, just a regular cleaner. Uh, if you need to use a scraper on certain abrasive spots, you can do that. Um, and by scraper, I mean like a, a razor scraper. Uh, and depending on what kind of countertop you're using as well. Um, stay away from your marble. Stay away from your marble for sure. <laughs> it's very porous. You really don't want to use that, that. I hate to say it, guys. Marble's the worst. I love it, but it's the worst. It's the most porous item. Did you, did you watch our podcast? No, on the I, unfortunately, one? I don't think I did. But I'm gonna watch it. But <laughs> dude, we just we we ragged just, on marble. Just cleaning yeah. it. Just trying to trying to let a, a client know why marble's the worst to clean. Why why would you have a marble shower? What's wrong, with you? <laughs> guys? We've been telling you, okay? He's From the cleaner, we yeah. we make it nice, and then he has to try to maintain it. Dude, you it's water, it moisture, mold. Don't pick marble. It just, it just goes right into it. It just becomes the marble. That's amazing. I'm so happy you did this. <laughs> Best podcast ever. It becomes ever. the marble. It becomes the marble. Yeah. That's going to be the next t-shirt. Anyways. Um, <laughs> hey, man. So, uh, sorry, what was my point when I was getting to? So, yeah, so you want to wipe off all the soil over there. Uh, after you dry the area or the area becomes dry, um, you then want a, uh, a disinfect, and so you spray a disinfectant. So when you're spraying a disinfectant, you want to get it wet. So you want to make sure that you're using enough of it, not to flood the counter, but enough to cover it. Uh, and then you want to leave it anywhere from two, uh, sorry, I should make that a bit more, anywhere from five to ten minutes. Uh, and I say that because you want it to almost become dry. And then you want to, Yeah, you want to go over and polish again, and then it's disinfected. So always using a dry cloth. Switching your cloths and using a dry cloth. That's interesting. You yeah. want it to almost be dry, and then you buff it out rather you than wiping it out. out when it's yeah. Wet. Some cleaners, you know, there's a reason why I overstock in in in, in microcloths, microfiber cloths, um, is because 
every time I'm wiping an area and I feel, if I feel my cloth is too soiled, just throw it, grab a new one. Yeah. Yeah. You want to keep, make sure that an area is always touched by something relatively, relatively clean. You're not spreading anything around at the same time. Right. Yeah. Interesting. It is. Interesting. And then when all that is said and done, then you're sanitized. Then you're sanitized. So that's that's for a normal surface. So that's for a normal surface. Now, in, you, in the you, sense that we're doing a fogger, we would just go to the step just before disinfecting, and then we would go ahead because all your surfaces are clean and wiped down of all the soil. So it's going to be way more efficient. Oh, absolutely. To do a fogging, to do, absolutely. rather than to to disinfect to every disinfect single every surface. surface. Yeah, yeah. It's time, not even just by time wise. It's a quarter of the time. It's it's, it's an, because all you're doing is is you're drilling it through the air, right? Yeah. I think for us, when you know, we're allowed to go back uh, as as of this video release date, right. uh, the past Tuesday. Um, I think for us, honestly, I want to be fogging at the end of every day, especially. Well, you know, it, it's it, it's I always and, and the way we kind of advertise and how we've gotten our customers now for fogging is. It's in their discretion, of course, for how often they want to do it. Uh, for what we 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 kind of we kind of use our discretion of how we've done it before. So when I where I recommend it to to do it anywhere between uh, two to three times a week of disinfection of your place, and it all really depends. If you're uh, living in a condo, for example, you're gonna have something called drift. And it's a lot of drift because you're walking from an outside to inside constantly kind of idea. So you can have drift coming all the time. So it's circulating through the air. As opposed to if you're in a house, you're not getting as much drift because really it's just your family walking in. It's not yeah, but people. say you're going to have, right. uh, you know, you're having company this weekend, right? You're allowed to bring oh, your Oh, absolutely. Your so before, like, you know, for example, we're going after, <laughs> we're going after the, the venue business, wedding business. So... Guys, the event venues are going to be a drastic change in life. And so fogging, I don't think just fogging, but disinfection is the way of the future because after every time the an event happens, for example, a wedding, so when a wedding comes through, you got to be there the next day or the, that night of to clean, disinfect, get it ready for the next event to come mm -hmm. in. Yeah. Even for us, it's like... You know, we have a client who wants to come in immediately after we're done our, our work day and they want to walk through the house, see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. You know, what happened today? Yeah. It's, a, it's a piece of equipment you want to invest in. Yeah, I, I think definitely. so, yeah, honestly. 100%. Like, in, unless you're going to do it's me a solid bucks, deal so. on, uh, you know, end of work day, quick foggings, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. probably going to have to buy one of these things just because as, as the employer, it's on us. Yeah, right? no, Absolutely. You know, if you're running the business, the the business owner, they take the responsibility. So mm -hmm. uh, I think it would be foolish to not be investing in one of these things yeah. or a service like yourself. Right, right. No, no, for to, sure. To take care of it. For and sure. I mean, for us on a daily basis, I'm okay with us, uh, you know, fogging at the end of the day. But then... Um, yeah, you might be you know, in a we're dental always, office or a gym or anything like that. Or, you know, the, the, yeah, the last first service. Like, can we fog our tools? Well, that yeah, absolutely. But, uh, well, I mean, w what I use, you can fog everything because it's food grade. So you, you can fog oh, really? food. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. you got to set me up because we're going to buy one of these yeah. things. And then, but still, uh, you know, at the, <laughs> or, at the end of all our cleans, at the end, 
at the end of all of our projects, we bring you in anyways, and and you guys do a thorough cleaning of of the projects. Yeah. Um. So obviously that you know moving forward, that's going to be part of yeah. of, of our think, package. Yeah, I mean, but uh, yeah, for sure. In a sales perspective, I think it'll be great for everybody. Anybody yeah. need a beer? Uh, GP's being a little shy over there. Oh, sorry. Okay. What a great fridge. <laughs> hey, watch my chair. Hey, watch my fridge. Look at this guy. Grabs them for himself and no one else. Causer's brain. <laughs> Don't you watch Jordan Peterson videos where he talks about conscientiousness? Doing things for other people. I think you missed that one. You haven't filled my bucket yet. <laughs> this beer is really good. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding, bud. No kidding, bud. That's it there, bud. That's it, bud. This is going to be a Peter Uber home pints. Yeah. Who's that guy you showed me on uh, YouTube you grew up with? He lives out oh, now. Spencer, Spencer Jenkins. Spencer oh Jenkins. God, Shout out to Spencer. Spencer, if you're ever in Toronto again, yeah, come you're by. Funny, man. Bud. Yeah, we're gonna do a pints. <laughs> but yeah, bud. There's that Tim Horton one, bud, when he opens the, the car door and with the, the hockey Horton. stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, put it on. That's there. hilarious. Man. If you guys are listening and you want oh, a good laugh, well, go follow Spencer Jenkins on Instagram, that dude will give you a good laugh yeah, every time. Yeah, he's good old clean Canadian fun there. Yeah, good he's Canadian dead, comedy. <laughs> That's it. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. But, mm. It is good. Maybe cheers early. <laughs> I really like this beer, guys. <laughs> this is uh this is a new stable mate. That's for sure. It is Friday, right? It is. Okay, so I don't feel bad. I don't, I don't have to do the podcast. I'm just going to join you guys. <laughs> you just come hang out every Friday. Free beer every Friday. 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 Podcast to do, hon. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so what else can we talk about here? I mean, whatever. We got so much planning to do. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. So we uh, we have so much planning to do when it comes to us reopening um, and being clean. And I mean... It's funny because we said this, I don't know if we said this in a previous podcast or not, but it's like our guys aren't allowed to share tools anymore. And like, I'm so happy about that. I don't want to share my tools with anyone anymore. <laughs> but you know what the funny, you know what the funny thing is? And I'll tell you right now, construction is so really dirty anyways. It, it's not actually, it's actually clean. Yeah. You're, you're not dealing with dirt. You're not dealing with something really that. Well, you are and you aren't. Sorry. Your demolition part, definitely. You're getting rid of what old is. Yeah. yeah. But you really just bring all brand new stuff in. True. So stuff that really hasn't been uh -huh. around things in a uh -huh. while. Uh, you think that oh. way. <laughs> you should get some new floors because the old ones got the COVID. The new That's ones right. won't. The new ones don't. <laughs> don't. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> Good sales pitch. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, we don't just do floors anyways. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta figure, yeah, you think right. you're dirty, but you're handling clean stuff, installing it brand new. Yeah, true. That's true. Because essentially, when I'm doing the construction clean, I'm cleaning stuff that is technically clean because nobody's actually. Well, that's the thing. There's no bacteria on it. It's just no, sitting in a warehouse for a warehouse. only knows. God really, it's just long. the installation process is kind of when, when, you, when yeah. you touch it. That's yeah. It. And I you're mean, let's be serious. Your, your tile installer's hands should be so covered in dust or he's wearing gloves anyways. Yeah. I mean, I don't know many tilers who tile without gloves on. You oh, ever man, put your man. hand in a bucket of mortar? 
Yeah, Good mortar, God. Yeah. Mortar kills your hands. Yeah. 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 So that's the thing about construction, even for cleaning, right? Like wearing gloves and masks. It's nothing new to us, right? Yeah. Well, Just yeah. the frequency that we have to do it, no yeah. big deal. Yeah. But the problem is, I went to Home Depot this week because they opened. Yeah. You know, you can walk through the store now. Yeah, any home hardware, Home Depot, yeah. No masks. Uh, gloves, you could buy at a, a little five or ten pack, which is ridiculous. We normally buy right. a box of 100. Uh, you could buy these flimsy little, you know, packets. I got a supplier for you. Yeah, apparently we got to go that route now because uh, I, I can't some, go I to somebody for you. Can't well, pick the, it up the N95s, uh, thing. we give N95s to our guys, but we used N95s as like last resort. Like, oh, crap, I forgot my P100 or whatever it's called yeah. at home. I got to yeah. use this stupid thing. And now it's like <laughs> that stupid thing is the mask we have to use. Our P100s are good for dust, but not for bacteria right. control. Well, yeah, good point. A P100 filters 99.7% of the air particulates coming, you know, it, in. right? Coming yeah. in. It filters everything coming into us. So if we're dealing with asbestos or, you know, anything that's seriously problematic, you wear a P100. What, what do they use everything. in paint rooms when they're like painting cars and stuff? Is that, is that kind of no, a No, that's a grade? different one. Is that different so, together? No, it was the P100s for dust, and the, that other one you're talking about is for fumes. No, it's no, that fumes. would still be a P100. Oh, would it? Yeah. But no, they're, they're different, though. One for fumes, different one for dust? style mask. No, no, no. You know, how, you know how ours are the pink round, and then you got the ones that are like almost triangular? You know, those are P100 filtration. Yes, but those those are for gas. Those are not for dust. Uh -huh. that, those are the ones that the painters <laughs> so there's use. Just, there's a difference to the difference. Sorry to send you down that, that hole. Anyway, read, read, read the packaging. Maybe I'm ill-informed <laughs> to have this conversation. As far as I know... That's the code for Dave's had too many beers. The highest, <laughs> the highest <laughs> form of filtration... I did the research. The highest form of filtration is P100. Yeah. Unless no. there's another layer on top of that, another certification. Just, all I'm saying is one's for dust and <laughs> no, one's for gas. P100 <laughs> is for, no, P100 uh, will pick up oils. To get a P100 certification, it collects oils. A paint would be an oil, an airborne oil particulate. That would have to get filtered out. A P100 is the highest. It's the end-all, be-all in filtration. The only thing that you can do... <laughs> Wait, what? It sounds like an argument. Like, it, What's the difference between NHL 14 and 15? Well, let's get into it, shall we? <laughs> well, 14 was... Uh, <laughs> 14 was garbage. Uh, no, no. Going back right to the beginning, forget everything. P100s are amazing for filtering everything that goes into your lungs. <laughs> we went more. We went more. But yeah, not, you guys are not going out. And it, yeah. But but a, an N95 filters what comes in and what comes out. And right. the difference is the P100 mask has two beautiful filters on the outside, and it filters everything coming in. But as you exhale, the particulates in your go exhalation through go through the little center. valve. Yeah. And it's not a filtered valve. Yeah. And they're still hard to breathe in, right? Like we we did that delivery. Well, that's of, the thing. You yeah, know, a month ago or whatever, and we that, had the P one hundreds on. So, do you particularly use that when you're doing demo? Yeah, but and even the N ninety fives we'll use when we're doing demo. But the problem is, is we you can't breathe well in them. 
Well, you got so when figure- you're in a hyperventilating yeah. state, like if you know, even yeah. like us just carrying, we're not even hyperventilating, but like, you know, we're carrying cabinets up our client's house wearing our P100s, and it's like we're ripping the masks off and we go outside just to like get a full gasp of air. You know, it's it's so it's going to be really hard for us to work for our guys to work properly we're gonna start sobbing out it takes takes some getting used to (laughs) take it from somebody who's uh apnea as well so i gotta wear a mask when i fall asleep but yeah but that puts oxygen in you well it's not actually oxygen it's forced air it's forced air back into my esophagus is that what it is yeah Yeah, that's what it does but same thing same kind of concept it's throwing wind back into my body but you still have to get used to this thing stuck on your face like this (laughs) (laughs) when you're trying to sleep uh, but yeah, no, definitely. What I'm thinking is because of that that type of mask when you're using it in a demolition, it's almost like a, a temporary thing to use during the time when there's high amounts of dust being used, and then eventually you take it off, right? We would just be fil- uh, switching these masks out right. quicker, right? Right. But the thing is, we're going to want to be wearing an N95, which is almost you know less advantageous to us because typically right. you know we went and bought everybody P100s, right? And because they're the the best for us, right? They filter the most out. So what do you do when you're on site? You're not just protecting yourself anymore. Yeah, you're protecting the right. People you you wanna you wanna filter your air because what if what if you like I went to Home Depot? What if I picked it up? What if I picked up COVID? Yeah, and yeah, you're not right? necessarily gonna show any symptoms, right? Because you're yeah, young you and wouldn't healthy know. and yeah. But at least if I'm wearing an N95, I'm filtering the filtering the air. Oh wait, no. If we're all wearing P100s, everything is being filtered, so we're okay. Technically, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. But would you have to wear safety glasses? You have well, to I mean, anyway. Technically, sh- should anyway. Should anyways. Sorry. But the Sorry, thing with safety glasses, anyways. safety glasses piss me off. Unless you're getting those good disposable ones that we use that are like nice and clear, and you hardly even know they're on your face. The thing is, is they use a sawzall and cut something above oh, no, your that's head. That's what I'm saying. I'm, this is the this is the problem with a, a lot of it, right? This is what you have to decide. Well, right? Yeah. So you're you're cut, you're using a sawzall. You're wearing your safety glasses, and the sawzall is above your head, and you're going. Don't tell me that the dust from the sawzall isn't getting in your eyes because it freaking is. And then once it is, then it's trapped <laughs> in behind the glasses, and then you're getting more pissed yeah. off because you're wearing glasses. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. yeah, it's it's an, yeah. You have a fishbowl of sawzall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what the yeah, hell? Yeah, you gotta have the like the really like the, the ones that are sealed all the way around, yeah. and then yeah. just like you're going deep sea diving. Yeah, horrific. See, these, these, this is going to be, I mean, this is going to be the challenges for everybody in, in, in any industry that, yeah. that has a, like a service industry of some sort. Right. And that's why we have beer. That's why we have strong beer. That's why we beer. have strong so beer. At the end of the day, though, guys, yeah. like, I don't want to go through another three months or two months or whatever the hell it was of yeah. sitting at home doing does. nothing. Please take this seriously yeah yeah i do not want to sit at home for another two months if we (laughs) if we get to work right now we're gonna be okay right if we start to we start to open the economy up and this thing spikes that is going to be horrific well yeah that like the government won't be able to afford to have us you know paid sitting at home yeah that's not yeah. going to be a thing anymore yeah, right no, like the sure. government can only do so much for us right. especially because trudeau's just giving money out to everyone now i i honestly i don't want to be partisan in any way shape or form in 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 this in this form uh true you know full 
full disclosure, conservative. Conservative. Uh, switched over to conservative. I, okay. <laughs> Funny how he becomes a business owner, becomes conservative. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but but I've always, I, I, Yeah, I've, I've been a liberal in the past, but uh, that's... Uh, honestly, I've been liberal in the past, too, and yeah. I, I don't... I'm... I don't have any qualms with the way that Trudeau has handled this Me in either. any way, shape, or yeah. form. I thought he's, I think he's done a, a great job, and he's he's done everything. Um, I know, changed I've, over after scandals. That's kind of what, that's kind of what it leads me away. I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not upset that people are getting like you know we are getting we as Canadians are getting these incentives and stuff. It's great because we need them now, but. They're stopping the economy from collapsing. Yeah. But how long do you think this can go on for? Exactly. We can't go uh, but they're stopping two or three is rounds. Employees like, coming back to work. That's what it's stopping. Because an employee, on average, let's just say even a general laborer uh, that makes uh, after tax twelve, thirteen dollars an hour, says, you know what? Minimum wage is fourteen, but oh, sorry, said four, after four, taxes. After, oh, after tax. Okay, okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna blame that on the Nixon Brook. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it says, "Listen, I can get two grand from the government. Why am I going to come back to work and make fourteen? Because it's going to run out. You get four months on it, yeah. and Absolute, then you're done. Absolutely, and that's the problem with coming back right now. That's that's well, saying, that's yeah. not going to be a problem when the four run oh, four month runs period out, runs out. Be running back to work. Right. So I don't think we have to necessarily worry about that. Everybody's going to be forced to get back to work. Yeah. How we get back to work and how safe we are and how diligent we yeah, are, making it, sure that we're all safe that's and not is. spreading germs from one to one another. That's going to make the difference. Yeah. And people, yeah. we get one shot at this. We're a first world nation. We're a power. We're what are we? Seventh, seventh in the world on GDP. Yeah. yeah. We can lose this. Yeah. Make yeah. no mistake about that. Yeah. We can lose it. And different countries' responses to this virus, you know, there's gonna be there can be a big shakeup. And I, for one, would like to stay near the top. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're gonna take it seriously. I know you're gonna help us take it seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, for any potential clients, any future clients, uh, you know, anybody we're talking with, we this is a, a firm commitment. We are going to make sure that we are keeping ourselves and our clients absolutely 100% safe from this. Um, you know, I don't know if there is. I don't know. I don't know if there is even 100. percent But we're going to do our best. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, at yeah. the end of the day, that's all we can do. Yeah. So. Um, I thought this was a extremely informative talk, uh, Nickel Brook. You killed me on this one, yeah. but uh, <laughs> good job, guys. <laughs> Great right. beer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys are getting a glowing review. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> If you guys want to send us a free beer too, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, when we do this, we—I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we we try to pick locally crafted beers. We're very much into that. So, um, our PR department is me and this guy. So, send your PR department over. To, I think support it's Kyle. Local <laughs> that's true. Um, support local business. Well, yeah, yeah, amen. Exactly. That's it. I mean, yeah. this is this is a GTA podcast for the Greater Toronto area. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. But not even that. Like support. Like even, you know. Uh, I mean, when I moved to Oakville uh, over a decade ago, over a decade ago. Oh my god. Yeah. Right. Ago, we're old now. What, the, what happened, Dave? <laughs> what happened? Oh my god. You were slim shady when I met you. 
So that's not true. <laughs> that is for another podcast. That's a Halloween that never special. It's a Halloween I cut special. these things. It's a Halloween <laughs> special. A okay, but no, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. I did find that. <laughs> Slim kidding. Shadwick over Slim here. Shadwick. No, Dave's great. Dave's talented. Dave's talented in many things, not just construction. But um, that's that, bro. That's that, bro. Um, what was my point over here? Um, I don't know, man. Good IPA. That's a- <laughs> Fantastic beer. <laughs> so about local living in Oakville. Sorry, being being local. So living in Oakville. There we go. Like leaving from uh, one community to another community, kind of idea. And so uh, trying to amalgamate. I'm trying to just make myself part of this community. It took a little while. It took a little while because I was a city boy and just showed up here, and all of a sudden, I'm like, who are these people? Kind of idea. But truthfully, living here in the, in uh, in Oakville. Sorry, we're in Mississauga right now, but in Oakville where we live. Um, you you tend to see a big community and, and families come together and communities come together and that's uh, uh, also along with businesses coming together and, and that's one one of the main fo- um, strong focuses I bring or I want to bring to the table is uh, businesses helping each other and not and, and not to not to say that uh, you know they're, they're not going to be people coming around and trying to sorry I got some of my eye <laughs> people trying to come around and. Uh, undercutting each other let let's be brotherly or sisterly with each other and try to be more focused on the future and building everything together building a community together um i I think uh, everybody uh, from construction companies to restaurants to cleaners to anybody uh to really focus on helping each other inside your own communities uh and and uh, we, we we can naturally uh build something uh bigger better something for the future something for our kids um and that's kind of the message that i think the pewter wants to bring on and what, what we want to bring on at g power as well um is the that that's that that tightness and knitness that we have in a community as a family um my brother my brother-in-law and i i mean we i love dave and i love jay as well like brothers in arms uh, just like cheers. Anyway, cheers boys um but uh, it's just to send out a message that this is what we have to be doing to to be helping each other um, in this world today. Yeah, um, these are tough times. These are tough times. So you, you get through them together, right? Get like them together. At the end of the day, you know, if yeah. everybody goes and tries you know, to you, stomp along each other's heads, now's not the time for that. I understand business. Business is ruthless. That's not how and, I want to do business, anyways. Like that whole ruthless business mentality. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to restrict me from gaining any sort of traction or not, but that's not the way that I want to operate, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, wanna, I want to have good times with good people, and I want to do yeah. good work with good people, and if you're not going to treat me well, why would I treat you well? Like, that's, yeah, you know, yeah, guys, like, you I, I want to have fun. What, what I was trying to say was there mm. will be a time again where that harsh competition is going to come back to the surface but now is not that time now is the time to band together and you know work yeah, together rebuild. grow together yeah rebuild together so then afterwards we can try and stomp on each other's heads <laughs> after yeah. you know i mean guys look, i don't know if that's but, the approach or not but you know what it got, it got people out of the depression got people out of the war and got yeah. people you know that's kind of what happened then everybody's yeah. like okay you're my enemy now yeah I mean, whenever it's, when it's all good, that's the one thing that I find with people yeah. is when there's no problems anymore, yeah, yeah. they start creating them. They start creating them. Yeah, right? exactly. So we have a legitimate enemy that we can tackle together. Yeah. Let's band together. Let's, let's band have together. some fun. Absolutely. Okay. So I guess those are our words of affirmation 
for this Friday. Um, Nickelbrook. 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 Good job. We got deep. Thank you. We got Nickelbrooked. We got Nickelbrooked. Yeah. Um, So shout out to Nickelbrook. Shout out to Uber for (laughs) driving us home later. Um, So we are Pewter across the board. Pewter.build across the board and all platforms. Check us out. GP, what's your your handle? Uh, Email hello at gpower, G-P-O-W-E-R dot C-A, gpower dot C-A. What's your Instagram? You guys got a good Instagram. Instagram, gpower. G Power Clean, G Power. Just look up G Power. We'll just show up. Yeah, they got they got a cool they got a cool uh, symbol. So, um, everyone, thanks again for tuning in. Yeah, appreciate it. Hope you guys are all staying safe and well. And uh, we're starting to open up again, guys. So this is this is a positive time. There's a lot of shakeup that's going on right now. So uh, look forward to the coming months. And I hope you are too. So yeah, definitely. All right, guys. Have a good one. Stay safe. Cheers. Cheers.